Hello and welcome to the Random Pinoy Geek Podcast, the show where we geek out to three random topics until the timer runs out. I'm your random host, Sushi, and with me are... Elvin. NJR! <laughs> We're friends and geeks who grew up in the Philippines and in each episode we hang out and talk about things that are near and dear to all, all our, our little, little geeky hearts. hearts. But before we start, if you would like to support the show and our content creator, ready to take the next step in your journey, check out episodify.com. They'll help produce and edit any content you're creating, whether it's audio or video, short form or long form, they do it all. That's episodify.com. Now, on to the episode. To start things up, I want to ask you guys, if you were a chicken, would you be a chicken from KFC or a chicken that fights in a cockfight? What? <laughs> Why would I want to fight at the cockfight? Like, I'm going to die anyway. Why do I have to die violently rather than be die overgorged with food than, you know, pass into, I guess, a very honorable end of <laughs> being a double down? Do they gorge? Um, yeah, they're like fed. They have to be fed a lot in order. Whereas I, they're in, fight, they're they're fed. the The legend is they're fed through hoses. Whereas a fighting cock is like has to like be lean and mean, and you're like, no, I'm not green fighting machine. <laughs> Whatever color they are, they're gonna, they, and then but, they die. But they have a scandal, I think, with KFC that they mistreat their chickens. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, but, but to be fair, that scandal also says the chickens are mutants <laughs> with six legs. So, I, yeah, it's. But a, it's I wouldn't a, be surprised if it's it's true if it's true. Cause yeah, yeah, like a monster that's just breast and breast and thigh. I, I have a better question though. Or would you rather be KFC chicken or Jollibee chicken? <laughs> mm. ah. so that's a very difficult challenge. First, without gravy, and next, without with gravy. gravy, without gravy each time. No, with, with so with without gravy, KFC or Jollibee? Oh, all, all, well, Jollibee for me. <laughs> Jollibee. Chicken joy, <laughs> isapa, <laughs> crisp delicious. <laughs> it, it's 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 not it's thing. It's not about crispiness for me. Crispiness is great, but I do enjoy the saltiness of KFC's chicken more. Eleven herbs and spices. <laughs> yeah, the the the, the yeah. salt the salt of it all. Is, the salt of the earth. It is so good. And I like the flavor of KFC more. I will be more of a KFC chicken. I am mm. I am fun, more fun of fact, a KFC I actually chicken. I actually tasted Jollibee without the breading. And as like it's one the of those, same. Those it just doesn't have the crispy no, the, yeah. no, this is the not like the thing. SM stuff. Cause I, I, my first full time job was at was a Jollibee mm -hmm. crew cook. I was a counter person. Okay. That's literally what we were called. I, I'm not saying I'm a counter person. <laughs> no, that's literally the job title, counter person. And then it's a long story. There was like some guy played the prank on me, or some guy was an idiot. And because cause, uh, uh, back then in uh, in our Jollibee, you got fed Karinderia food for lunch. Oh. Like it, oh. the Jollibee is partnered with the Karinderia uh -huh. where you, okay, it's your lunchtime, go next door, eat there. You don't get fed Chicken Joy, right? So anyway, I was in a late shift, like a closing shift. And then they, there was a lot of people. I had to go overtime. I didn't get to take my lunch. So we were closing up and uh, one of the, I don't know, 
more senior guys told me, oh, like someone said, like the manager said, mm-hmm. have the cook fry you Jollibee. Oh. So I, I went to the cook and, uh, I mean, sorry, uh, Chicken Joy. So I went to the cook and said, hey, I, the blah, blah, blah said, yeah. Anyway, anyway and he was like, oh, what? yeah, we already cleaned up. So there's no breading. There's oil, but blah, blah, blah. So he, he said, okay, I'm okay. No, no breading. So yeah, I got to try it. It's the same. Like you lose the crispy texture, but the taste, the taste? Is, is the same. It's as good. Isn't it juicy, juiciness? That you juicy delicious. <laughs> Not it, from the crust. Is it true that they inject stuff? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, was, I was there uh, taking people's uh, orders. I, I don't necessarily think there's anything wrong with injecting meat with extra flavoring. Because mm-hmm. that's a very common thing. Yeah, the After they're, they're dead. Yeah, of course. Not during their life. It doesn't... <laughs> It doesn't make sense. No, no. What was Sushi's question? Injecting when? Well, <laughs> <laughs> to marinate. Uh, exactly. To, uh, to marinate. That's fine. Because yeah. that's like, um, no, that's a common we, thing we, for we, larger birds. We even have the syringe thing at home where it's a syringe without a needle but like a plastic tip for, for marinating. Yeah. For turkeys, it's for turkeys. Uh-huh. There's no turkey. We did, we never got, we never, I never tasted turkey at home. But we just had the syringe thing. I don't know what my mom used it for. Because turkeys or it was are a really gift. big, really big birds. Most and expensive. The breasts, and the breasts are so, so Thought thick. that you need it. Mm-hmm. That you need in order for it to penetrate. Yeah, but I just don't know why we had the syringe because we don't eat. Like, Possibly eat. used for ham? <laughs> you could also insert it for like other meats. Yeah, yeah but you just Possibly. slice the ham. <laughs> well, to inject, I guess. But, you know, injection yeah. is a thing that some people would like to do. Yeah. I don't. I, I just never knew what we used it for. I think a and, good and question to think about as well is like, did you guys were you guys able to eat the Texas chicken during recently? the first time that it came to the Philippines? Yes, Texas. That's the name of the Texas chicken. No, no. I oh, you weren't around in Texas. I think chicken. it was ninety two when I tried it. Yeah, it's like early. No, I remember not, this was there was a Texas chicken. Not in Mega Mall. I think Near Julia, Mega Mall. Julia Vargas, right? Yes. Yeah. Along along Julia Vargas, there was yeah, a Texas chicken. Try. Yeah, I got to eat it there. And yeah. it was before the Texas chicken were really big. The chickens were really big. Before it got like, you know, Filipinified. Yeah. Because it was a fresh franchise coming in. I guess their inventory was still the US inventory All that right. they were importing in. But back then, it was like really big chicken. Really flavorful. That along with another thing, Popeye's, back when it first came out. I also got to try that. The Popeye's chicken before was spicy, was big. The, the chicken thighs were really big. Just to be clear, Pop, Popeye's, chicken. the stores here now, or there, Popeye's opened before? Yeah, they, Popeye's, it, Popeye's in Ch- and, and Texas were opened before. Yeah. So Texas was 90s, early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Popeye's opened late 2020. To early 2010s, like after 2006. Something. I know. So, yeah, that's why mm-hmm. when people are saying Popeye just opened, I, I, my first thought, oh, I ate. I know I ate them before. Yeah, and before okay. it was bigger. And also, it's like default, the default flavoring of the Popeye's chicken was like a bit spicy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it's, like, it's, it's, it's what Texas and Popeye's taste like in Singapore. Mm-hmm. It's similar to what, yeah, we, I think what it's we still, got before. Yeah, it's, it's still. Maintains that flavor. Yeah. But when you talk about chicken... But KFC is, you know... Like, you can't go wrong with KFC. Yeah. Right. And I think one of the biggest problems with, like, the cockfighting um, 
angle is the fact that fighting isn't just like natural, oh, we're going to fight, they're going to peck each other. No, they're given blades. They're given weapons. Mm. They're, they're forced to fight, I guess. They're forced to fight. Yeah, yes, they they but, are forced to fight because like millions of pesos are... Or dollars even are are <laughs> on the line. The chickens are given blades. Mm-hmm. Blades are attached to their legs, and so I've seen the thing where the chicken goes hurricane kick, and then you <laughs> see that it decapitates the other. Suruken. I don't know. Wait, no, not Suruken. The other one. Sempu, sempu something. <laughs> or just go spinning bird kick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The spinning bird kick, and then it decapitates it. So. That doesn't seem to be a good life. I don't think the the, the chickens actually do that on purpose, like use the of, of purpose. It's just coincidentally they hit some like yeah. Because it's it's these because they have the thing there, right? The, 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 the yeah, the cloth just to fight. Anyway, yeah, they yeah, ju- yeah. and then humans, the amazing humans that they, they figured they, they could put they'll put <laughs> glue <more>. blades. <laughs> yeah, they put big razor blades to the end, making it even more deadly. It's a lot of layers because, like, it's like the, there's the animal stuff to it. There's also the a lot of people g- became broke because of online Gambling. sabong during the mm-hmm. pandemic, mm-hmm. and then a lot of people were killed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. But the, the, like the idea of of being that type, I don't think it's kind of like just imagine like being blood sport in blood sport, even just in boxing. I don't want to be a boxer. You want to be a boxer? Or do you want to be a cook? I'll just be a cook. If I were going to be a boxer, but it's like... You're thinking about how to maximize the amount of time, minimize the amount of time that you're boxing and maximize the amount of money you're going to get. Yeah. Because that, yeah. that's it. And then you're dead by the time you're 40 because of whatever. If you're not good. Yeah. Because of brain damage. But like you can be a fighter like Floyd who just doesn't get hit. But you know you have to be good enough that you you never get hit. I guess if I'm good enough at anything, I'd rather do that thing, <laughs> whatever thing it is that I'm really good at. <laughs> it's funny, like if uh, it's being food, then it's being food. <laughs> it, it, it's like it's like that episode of The Simpsons where Homer discovers that he is he has an extra thick layer of fat around his brain, and that prevents him from getting knocked out. I don't the, remember this. Yeah, so, I, remember, I thought you so, were gonna go with the crayon episode. No, no, no. But so <laughs> Mo brought him to like a boxing match where bum fights, and then the bums would fight him, and then they keep punching him, and he wouldn't go down, and then eventually they tire out, and then he would just nudge them, and then they'd fall. Up. <laughs> and so he do that until the last part of the the episode where he fights he fights Roderick Tatum, which is like the ty- Mike Tyson analog for the simpsons and then after one punch it's like uh, even one punch he can't handle from roderick tatum and so he was saved by mo on a helicopter like the backpack that's like a fan but (laughs) but that's sort of like if you're good at getting punched in the face then that's where you'd want to be that's kind of like what homer was he's like a good guy gets good getting punched in the face. I also remember an episode of The Simpsons where he's like, oh, I'm so delicious and he starts eating himself. <laughs> I think that's a Treehouse of Horror episode. That's, yeah, that sounds Clearly. like a Treehouse of Horror episode. Yeah, there but, was one point where after I wasn't able to follow The Simpsons anymore, 
I just watched the Treehouse of Horror episodes. Yeah, after yeah. Another, and it's, yeah. it's a fun thing. It's it's not because it's really good. It's just that if you can't watch everything, then might uh, might as well have something where you can still watch everything of a little bit. Yeah, yeah, something like that. It's kind of freaky. Homer starts. It's a Treehouse of Horror episode. Yeah, right? That's what happens episodes. in Treehouse. What's the name of the aliens? Kang, Hor- um, Kang and Kodos? I'm not sure about Kodos, but yeah, Kang. Anyway, yeah. Kang and... So both of you guys want to be KFC chickens. Is that I it? I would be KFC chickens. You'd, chicken. you'd rather be than you <laughs> jo- Jollibee if I had the choice. Oh, okay, all right. Jollibee <laughs> chicken. Well, it looks like it's unanimous because I also prefer to be delicious chicken. I think the next <laughs> question that we would ask ourselves is what part? Oh, because so I you would, guys I would answer. be I would be a thigh. That's same. A thigh is a great great piece. <laughs> not the not the drumstick? No. Drumstick um thigh is bigger than drumstick. It's similar but bigger. More meat. Wait, what, what more skin. Uh, the thigh yeah. includes a drumstick. No. No, I don't think so. What what do you call that part? The leg part. The leg part? I think there's a Tagalog word for it. They use it in Mang Inasal. Which Pe- is? Pecho? No, pecho yeah. is... Ah, uh, really? Yeah, pecho is breast. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Well, that's I, I it for my topic. And it just made me hungry. <laughs> that's my takeaway. Aren't you guys hungry talking about chicken? <laughs> all right. And now to our next topic, Elvin. For me, the topic that I want to talk about here is things that are happening overseas. The war in somewhere. Well, not uh, necessarily not a specific uh-huh. war. But I'm just saying that there's like so many things that are happening overseas that are affecting us here. And Global you guys, warming. Yeah. But if you remember <laughs> back when we were kids, there were similar things like that happening. Do you remember the, like, the big life-changing events that happened during our youths? Like, I like to share mine and I want to find out what's yours. Like when the... Asian financial crisis happened where the peso went from 25 pesos to a dollar to 50 or yeah. 40. And like, I was hearing things happening like that. That was like a scary time during school. I didn't understand it a lot because, you know, I was a, still a little bit of a kid, but I knew that something big was happening. And that was like one of those big events. Fortunately, we were able to survive past it, but that was a time where. I think my parents were really scared. And so it was an interesting time. But do you guys have anything similar like when you were younger that things that were happening outside us because we were kids, we didn't really understand what was happening? First of all, I do remember that time. The The problem is, one, I didn't understand what was going on. And the second one is I was just happy because all of my NBA cards went up in peso value. Wow, I mean, I mean you're, you're a kid who doesn't know anything, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. It's like my my uh, ten dollar card went from two hundred fifty pesos to five hundred pesos. So like, yo, what's up? <laughs> bling bling. <laughs> I didn't know any better. Also, we didn't have money, so it didn't matter. Mm-hmm. Like we didn't have a stake in the dollar market or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Talking, yeah. talking yeah. about this now made me realize I was very sheltered when I was a child. So I I don't believe I remember a crisis that... 9-11. Didn't also... Oh, this is a big I didn't thing? Feel, yeah. I mean, I know 9-11 was like... It's less impactful for us, obviously, compared to everyone else. But like there. you're just... You know, you're, you're watching the Twin Towers collapsing on TV and mm. think it's a movie. 
is oh, yeah. everyone's experience of it and then realize it you know yeah that was kind of scary because like my i have my aunts were living in new york yeah and so oh. we were there i remember it's like in my bedroom with, with my mom because she called me in and it's like oh look there's happening in the u.s and then we were watching the news and they were trying to call and the thing is if you remember back in the like early 2000s it wasn't really easy to call people overseas. Mm-hmm. If you remember, you had to buy a yeah. card yep. and then yeah. you had to buy collect. So it was like, we couldn't really contact them effectively. It was so hard. Also, the lines were just dead. The lines were just dead going in. Yeah. And it's kind of a bit scary because around that time, we were just finished watching uh, Scariest Places on Earth on <laughs> SBN. the new Scariest Place on Yeah, because yeah, yeah. you're watching this yeah. Remember, remember that show? It was like on SPN 21 and it had the voice of this lady from the poltergeist like, scariest places on <laughs> earth. The pink room. I mean, Perfect. I heard the news. That wasn't it my wasn't answer, by the way, news. but just, yeah, just, yeah. yeah. It, anyway. It, I mean, it, there, it didn't really directly impact my life that I, I believe I'm sheltered, really. I guess the recent crisis, the COVID crisis is the most, Scary thing that I experienced. <laughs> oh, okay. And was it was COVID scary for you? Kind, kind. Of? I mean, aside from like dying, I got the existential crisis. Honestly, uh, as an introvert, it didn't really affect yeah, me. Yeah, I mean, much. it was like yeah. It's just the uncertain, uncertainty. Of what's gonna happen next? Of course. Of what, yeah. <laughs> no, the problem with that is like yeah, I know you shouldn't. Like, I'm not happy about it, but also like. You can buy mang inasal. You can buy mang inasal the chili oil from mang inasal and take it at oh, home. Yeah, you it, know, like, like there's it, it. It has perks. It does have. perks. There's no traffic. So yeah, but you were ex- established that time, so I mean financial stability. But really, there wasn't anything like in your childhood that was like like twenty, thirty years ago that was. Something that was unusual that you didn't. didn't the Mount realize. Pinatubo thing was a thing. P- Mount yeah. Pinatubo thing. Did it affect you guys? What, were you in Manila at that time? No, already? I was in an island, but it's snowed. Is what I thought. It's what do you mean snowed? It's snowed. It's snowed. Did you? It's did what you, I thought. Yeah. Mount oh. Pinatubo is the one with Lahar. Lahar, yeah. Yeah. It, it ah. exploded in '92, mm-hmm. and then it basically rained ash up to our island, and it was like weeks. I I don't know. Uh, probably have, shorter in ours, but like I remember waking were you up. Already here. I did have. I do have relatives in Bataan, so mm-hmm. they were affected. But I guess they handle things it well. Was, <laughs> no, because so it wasn't. It wasn't bad. You wear a mask. You're yeah, good. you wear a mask. That's why it's like. Yeah, so it was it was nothing to you, be honest. Yeah, you didn't really notice it until you like look at the streets. Uh-huh. Mm. That's when you realize that oh, there's a lot of things coming down because. Most of the time, you go to school. You're you, know, you go to the classroom. You're doing that, right? Oh, we didn't have school. They canceled um, school. For us, we still had school um, in Manila. Yeah, I still had school. Why? Yeah, and then <laughs> but you were wearing masks. So, but like, why? Yeah, and then that's when you saw the things in the street, like the yeah. the gutters would have like this layer of ash. of ash. So it's like, huh? Yeah, so if, for for us, it just looked. Like the funny thing is, from inside you thought, "Oh, it's snowing. I'm gonna go out for snow. Maybe uh, you you don't get uh, get it, but and then understand. someone stops you from your house. Like, no, you shouldn't get out. Wear buy a mask. I remember my mask. It was light blue. It was yeah. Mine <laughs> was a handkerchief. Talking about <laughs> talking about a mask. Well, I was brought to Saudi Arabia around 
1993 or 1994 mm-hmm. and the Gulf War was ending, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we did, I do remember we did had to wear gas masks. Oh. Okay. But I was really young. Like, a pr- just uh, as full, a precaution? The full, but they were launching missiles, I think. That they had, I, I don't oh, know, the gas. The Gulf War is like in Iraq. In, in Saudi Arabia. Oh, okay. And I, I, I was brought to Riyadh around that time. Oh, I think you like wearing a mask because like of the Sharia thing. That's different. <laughs> that's, that's a Tarha. That's different. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, I was too young to remember <laughs> the effect of that. War. For me. <laughs> the war. Yeah. I mean, I guess my, my elders carried things well that they didn't have they didn't want the kids affected and i think that's actually an interesting thing like my nephew um was like a couple of years in covid and so he didn't really get affected he like he understood like wearing masks and Mm -hmm. all that and then the washing of hands the using the alcohol and he's like understands the the going home part but I think it's like a testament as well of not just this generation, but even us when we were kids, how our parents, how, how adults around us were it's kind of like protecting us from the worst aspects of these things that were happening around us. Sometimes it's really cool because the things that you remember as a kid about those things were like, oh, I didn't have to go to school that day. Or, oh, there's yeah, I mean, like I'm sure when uh, the kids now remember COVID, it's like, oh, for two years, we didn't have school. We we kind of had school, but no. Right? Or was the time and that then, I got closer to mom and dad? Or there was a yeah. time that... Uh-huh. So, so or like we played Roblox every day for three years. Oh, gosh. <laughs> we, yeah, which is the thing, right? games. <laughs> In general. Yeah, well, when I see my nephews and niece, they just like, well, yeah, COVID oh. was awesome. Because they were kids, yeah. Because they, 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 they got to stay in school, they got to play whatever, they had their very fast internet and their, you know, laptops and everything, so. Yeah, but what was your, what going to be your answer? You said that, that I don't know, know that, that affected me really bad. That affected you, that you're memorable, not really affected badly, but more of like something that you, that's memorable. The, the ozone kid. layer hole affected me psychologically. Oh, like a, the, like a Like it scared fear. me. Not like an existential crisis. It's like, it's like, oh, the ozone hole is gonna get worse, and it's just gonna that hole. By the way, is almost gone, right? Yeah, it 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 like it heals. heals, but then we do something that makes it bad, and it opens up again. Another another hole or same hole? <laughs> no, it, it's it, it 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 decreases and gets big, but like it's like gear gout, where you know it gets worse, but then you have your your gout medicine ready. Then you control it, and then okay, we're cool for a few months, and then oh wait, okay. So yeah, we we kind of have it under control. Mm-hmm. I guess it's the way that they explained the ozone hole to us before. It was like bad. <laughs> no, no. It, to be fair, it was bad. It's just that we stopped using CFCs, CFCs, ah. and stuff like that. Like that, we change um, air conditioning freon from our something to what we have right now, which yeah. I don't know. And we 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 did we did great. Yeah, we. I think it's strange. It's like as if we, if we take concrete action to fix something, it gets fixed. Wow, <laughs> amazing! <laughs> but you don't see. <laughs> but the, we, well, here's one thing that something that's sort of like a a big event in my childhood. I studied in a Catholic school, Jesuit school, actually. 
And so there was an event when I was in grade four, if I remember correctly. There's a thing where one lunchtime. It's a like ghost story, no? It's not a ghost story per se. <laughs> one, per lunchtime, se one lunchtime, because <laughs> there's a quadrangle and there's like different floors where different grades were in. Then all of a sudden, people started running out of the chapel. I was like, what's happening? Why is people running out of the chapel? We thought there's like a fire or something. No. Apparently, they saw the statue of Christ like step down what? and walk. Yeah, and walk. <laughs> and then place his hand on one of the students. And the rest just ran out. A lot of people saw that happening. <laughs> well, that's the thing. That's what they say. Oh we thought, what we saw was people. Goosebumps. Yeah. <laughs> What we saw was people running out of out of the. Yeah, it's probably one guy chapel. who started the joke, and then everyone just you know. But several people ran out of the chapel. Yeah, the interesting. Yeah. Thing, but no, it's, the a, it's a response. It's a survival survival response. If you see Why someone you running, you don't run. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Exactly, exactly. So we think that as a kid, you think, "Oh my God, it's real!" And all of a sudden, <laughs> and I think you know myself being like really into these weird stuff is like, "Oh look, the picture of the saint <laughs> is moving." It's like, oh, look, his hands went from like like open hands to like this. His back is arched more than it was before. So it's like, you know, doing things to scare yourself. It's like, oh, there's these things happening. I think that was like the, one of my earliest experiences of the thing where panic, where you, you think you see something, but it isn't really there. And we didn't know to experience it directly. We didn't see it directly. But we saw people that, were, that it did yeah. experience it. And so that's like something. It's the running part that could have been a stampede and stuff, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Even if there wasn't anything, yeah. I also forgot to mention our school was bombed at one point. Oh my gosh. Okay, that's a that's. <laughs> I oh totally just totally forgot about it <laughs> until you mentioned the running. No, the thing is, I was I was young, so we are we were half day, so it happened. Like I was afternoon, it happened in the morning, so it wasn't in school, but mm-hmm. we lived across from school. And I heard an explosion. It was like not a. It wasn't like a grenade kind of thing. It was like a like a Molotov cocktail kind of uh-huh. thing. It's a pillbox. What they they call it a pillbox, uh-huh. which which isn't a pillbox technically, because a pillbox is something completely different. But it's essentially like gunpowder and nails and stuff in uh-huh. a oh, yeah. in a small box. box, like a shrapnel thing. I guess it, you can call it a mini grenade, but mm. not like a grenade grenade. And it mm. wounded a few people anyway. Like one of the students brought it and then like everyone was running out and then I was trying to run in because I was curious what was going on. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, it's just a funny thing that oh yeah, um that nothing really happened in my in, Because you know, nothing ha- that didn't happen happened. to me is the thing. Yeah. I was outside. But that's an, a funny playing thing. with my Game Boy. Yeah. <laughs> and then that's just the thing. These sort of events that happen during our lives, when it's put through the f- sort of filter of childhood we kind of glamorize it or sort of we must there's like not glamorize not not glamorize no but more of it allows us to sort of experience it in a different way that there is a a healthy respect of course to the tragedies of that time but at the same time it creates these strong memories and that can be a positive thing as well which is a really cool thing that being young being surrounded by people that protect us allows us to experience these things that although they are horrible in like you know generally we're still able to find something that like allows us to create these stories in our heads which is i think a really cool thing 
So in your head, that Jesus touched someone's head. Oh yeah, that kid. That kid became a really big jerk. <laughs> so I thought like, okay, this is really the sign that this is not that this is like a hallucination <laughs> thing. Because if not he made if, up, if, if Christ like the, touched this kid, what did they? This is the one that is going to be evil. <laughs> do not, do not let this child grow up. And this kid's name is. <laughs> and this kid's name, no, no. But you uh, know, no, out of curiosity, do you know where this kid is? No, I know. I know who it is. I don't know yeah, where he is. Like you know his name. He's not. Yeah, yeah I, I haven't seen him name. in Facebook. I know. I've seen him in Facebook. Oh, so yeah. But it's not really something that you know. It's a glowing endorsement from Christ. But <laughs> I don't think it, it, it. I don't think it's a glowing endorsement. But what does have a glowing endorsement here? would be episodify.com shout out to our the folks helping us with this podcast um, if you need someone to help edit videos podcasts shorts or whatever other projects uh, Episodify can actually help you with that they offer different packages and provide discounts when you buy more hours so if you're just starting out and would benefit from some professional assistance or you'd want to make your job easier give them a call thank you episodify.com now uh, back to the show Thank you so much, Alvin. Next up with BJR's topic. Oh, it's my turn. Okay. Yes. <laughs> We're talking about. Oh, who's your favorite villain? Like cartoon. Superhero. Oh, cartoon. Superhero. Let's go with superhero. Cartoon villain? Movie, movie, Mar- su- superhero, Marvel DC. Marvel and DC oh. or just Ma- whatever. Yes. <laughs> it's hard. Let's go yeah. with let's go with sushi. Well, the first no looking around for hints. <laughs> the first villain that actually came into my mind was Batman's penguin. <laughs> Your favorite Oswald villain is penguin. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> which one? Well, I only watched one. Danny DeVito. Yeah, Danny DeVito. Huh. I mean, I could feel for him. I mean, it feels like he's a misunderstood person. Uh, he being a small, bold man. <laughs> no. Because he's different. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Yeah. All yeah. he ever wanted that, that was suddenly a cool made sense. glass of ice water. <laughs> I think it's a, a relatability thing for sushi. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah that <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, 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 okay. yeah. I guess because that was the whole thing with the gloves, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But but that yeah, that's the first. I mean, I can't say favorite, but. He was the one that came into my mind first. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I guess that's that's favorite. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of villains. DC, Elvin, not DC actually. My my like the villain that like comes to my mind whenever you say like favorite or like best villain or favorite villain. I guess is Doctor Doom. Really? Yeah, Doctor Doom because it's such cartoon. No, it, it comics, 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 mm. comics. Doctor Doom, of course. It's just a definitely not movie. No, 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 not movie. <laughs> Cause, cause Doctor Doom is such a strange guy. He's literally one of the worst villains. At the same time, he's like a really nice guy. How so? Can you? <laughs> so besides the fact that he is the arch enemy of the Fantastic Four, mm-hmm. and he is a super villain that fights the Avengers and other superhero teams, he is also the duly elected president, re- leader of leader, leader, Latveria. Yeah. He originally took power over Latveria. But then he was elected to the position and then he rules them after he abolished elections because it was like a waste of time. Because he's beloved in Latveria. 
he provides all of the needs of the people. Mm-hmm. Any technological advancements he provides, he does not ask of them anything other than, you know, their obedience and loyalty. Sounds like they're spoiled. <laughs> they are kind of spoiled. And besides that, he is the godfather of Valeria Richards, mm. the daughter of Reed Richards and Sue Storm, uh-huh. Mr. Fantastic Invisible Woman, named after... Not there yet? No, no, it's named after <laughs> Doctor Doom's ex-girlfriend Valeria, wow. who was. Oh, this is so complex. It's very complex because Valeria also was. Who's um, the guy? Who's the child with uh, all the powers? Franklin. Franklin. Yeah. Okay. Franklin's the elder brother. Valeria's the younger sister. But uh, only Franklin's Omega. No, both of them are. Oh, okay. Well, because yeah. Fra- uh, Valeria is the smartest person in the world. When Sue was giving birth, Mr. Fantastic was trapped in another dimension <laughs> and she was having trouble giving birth to Valeria. And in order to save them, the Human Torch asked help from Dr. Doom. Dr. Doom. And Dr. Doom used a combination of science and magic for the child to be born safely. Wait, Dr. Doom is an actual doctor? Dr. Doom is an actual doctor. <laughs> is he a doctor doctor or a PhD? He is doctor. both. No. Oh. <laughs> to be fair, his um his medical degree, I believe, I think, is from the University of Latveria. So, oh. he, but he has, he, I think, he has um he does have a master's, yeah. in, from an American university. Yeah. But that's the thing. It's not like, kind of that. Not that kind of doctor. But he <laughs> is kind of like that doctor. Yeah. But he did save. Yeah, Doctor Doom is weird, and because of that, he was able. Isn't he like a good guy now, like properly? It's complicated. Yeah, it's complicated because the he's like the Doctor Octopus of wait, no, that's both Marvel. Yeah, Marvel. (laughs) Well, villains are very complicated in the Marvel universe, and the funny thing about Doctor Doom is that his arrogance is kind of like a superpower all its own. That's such a compelling character because it's hard to find an endearing, arrogant person. In anime, it's actually pretty common because it's like a trait. It's a trope. It's a, it's a trope. It's in one of the protagonists is the, the Sanosuke no. Sagara. Kind of. yeah, the, yeah, the guy that's that's arrogant, and ah. but in their arrogance is actually good. High, good, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. And that's actually a very anime thing, which I think it leads me to why I like Doctor Doom. It's because when he's portrayed in that manner of being arrogant but honorable, that is the the Doctor Doom version of Doctor Doom that appeals to me the most, and it's like a really interesting character. He is interesting. It feels like he, no, the his brain with, is just wired differently. No, yeah, the problem the with Doctor Doom is it's really interesting, but when whenever he's in scenes, like in the cartoon or whatever, uh-huh. the fight scenes are boring. Yes, because it's not. Because it's talking. Yeah. <laughs> talking and one thing that they need to solve with one thing and that's it. Mm-hmm. It's that's, not exciting. Yeah, there's, it's, no, there's no action. <laughs> there's no Dark Phoenix that the X-Men need to, you know, there's no complicated thing. He has one trick and it has to be solved and that's it. It's always that per episode or arc or whatever. It's nothing too complicated. And then whenever it's defeated, it's, it's revealed that Oh, it's actually a ro- robot. Yeah, a Doombot. Doombot. Yeah. And then somewhere, Dr. Doom's like, I apologize. One of my robots went rogue. <laughs> I would never do something so banal as stealing from a bank. 
What? Why should I do such yeah, a thing? It's, yeah, it's so yeah. gauche. No, mine is. I, I asked that. Yeah, because I looked around and I should saw the Joker toys, and people would normally think it's a Heath Ledger thing, and I get that. But but also, mine's just like, it, and it's not because like, oh, he exists because with Batman, and you know they can't exist separately or blah blah. But it's nothing complicated like that. Mine was like like it's a stupid thing where why I like the Joker, which is. The Jack Nicholson Joker mm-hmm. came across a bat wing, which was, oh, it's a big bat. So what do I need? A big gun. <laughs> <laughs> and to me, to me as a kid was just, oh, this is so hilarious. <laughs> no? Because <laughs> he pulled the gun that was like this yep. long <laughs> to shoot the that. bat wing. <laughs> and he shot it down anyway. And it's just like, I like this guy. <laughs> What do you need for a big bat? A big gun. <laughs> I mean, Cesar Romero was fine. Yeah, but, but Jack but yeah. Nicholson actually is really good at that. Period. He, play, he played <laughs> the Joker yeah. as if he was a gangster. And if you want to see that similar type of character, actually, watch The Departed. That's the Joker. Jack Nicholson has a scene there where he asks to continue playing a scene. And the scene is him killing a witness or something. That's it. Then he said, okay, let's change it so that it's a girl. And Martin Scorsese is like, yeah, let's make it a girl. So let's play that. He's going to kill the girl. Bang, dead. All right. And then Jack Nicholson said, okay, let's just continue. Let's continue the scene. Jack Nicholson says, my character goes, huh, she fell funny. And then he continues on. He's like, oh, that's, just, that's a weird way to fall. Why did she fall down like that? And so it's like, it just shows like how well Jack Nicholson like understands the psychology of like the gangster psycho. I believe she brought that from Batman, or that's like part of that's a that's a DNA of that character from Batman. No, but yeah, but and and then it's also like Jack Nicholson has normally has input in all of his roles. Is it that right? too? Yeah. He doesn't take roles where he can't make adaptations. Make, yeah. Also, I think Martin Scorsese is like open to that. Yeah, yeah, Martin Scorsese is smart. It's one of the things. It's never going to be a pride thing where like, oh, this is, you know, Mm -hmm. this is how I drew it up. You can't, you know. He's not Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) What? (laughs) Yeah, because Quentin Tarantino is like, hey, I want to change what's on the script. Okay. How about you act the way that I wrote you in the script? (laughs) He's like that. He's he's like that. I mean, he, he very rarely does ad lib. And if he does, it's like very rare occasions. It's not that he's not good. Like, obviously he's good. It's mm-hmm. just that he doesn't, yeah. So literally, if he, you ask him, can I can I say this instead? And he says, and he, it's not a good idea. He'll say, no, stick to the script. Is, is there a, is there a, Instance where is he, there a theory somewhere that Joker flew out of the cuckoo's nest or something? The, 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 <laughs> all of the characters sure of Jack Nicholson. Is. That, you yeah. know, the Joker was created when, Blue Jack Torrance? No, no, Jack Torrance is from, from the, the No, Jack Torrance, because Jack Torrance is from, from The Shining. Mm. So, so he was a Shining character. Johnny, sorry. Johnny, here's Johnny. Johnny yeah. Yeah. So he didn't die, but he was admitted. He tried to kill his family. So his Oh, this is to, an actual theory? The they were admitted to the to, to the, the, the cook to, to that the, the insane asylum. And insane asylum, he was electroshocked. And then you know, instead of Chief killing him, he didn't really die, but he was left in the vegetative state. 
but when he was being carted out, he escaped and started the life of crime. And then he he fell down, he fell that vat, and then he became the Joker. Yeah, then, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I so, mean, I'm sure it, it's a because yeah, because Jack Nicholson characters are very you know Jack Nicholson characters. They're like Jack Nicholson, even if they feel pretty. But the Joker, pretty. Jack Nicholson's Joker, I'm so pretty. Is, yeah, yeah, so from pretty. Anger, anger management. Yeah, so pretty <laughs> and witty and gay. <laughs> <laughs> but the fact that Jack Nicholson is able to bring that level of like sinisterness and even goofy fun, it's just he can do goof. That's the thing. Even in anger management, Jack yeah. Nicholson is threatening. Yep, he is. No, he 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 is very threatening. And exactly, he's scary. And yeah. It's like it, this guy is crazy. This guy is like literally. You don't know if he's a good guy or bad guy. He's made for crazy roles. He's he kind of made for crazy roles. And I think it's a very interesting way of playing the Joker. Because I think there's even like a comic book that came out later where they reveal the Joker isn't just one person. It's like three. Yeah, yeah. The, that's oh. a current one. Uh, so th- there's a... Yeah, they even have terms for the like the, the actor Joker, the something, something. But there the is a real one. The comedian, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The criminal. Yeah. Which I think that's like, that's the Jack Nicholson Joker. The gangster. The gangster. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Which is yeah supposedly the original. Anyway, yeah, movie villains. We, we didn't get to go through like M- Marvel. I mean, I didn't. You didn't go through DC and DC. everything. But but yeah, for another day. Yeah. And that's our show. Thanks for listening to the Random Pinoy Geek Podcast. This has been Sushi with Alvin and Jr. And remember, it's okay to geek out as, as long, long as you know when, when to stop. stop.